0: How's it going?
1: it's a shitty night tonight i have two tables all black people so i know i'm not making no tips
0: you being serious right
1: now
2: yeah look over there i have two tables they're all black i'm working for free tonight
0: that waitress sized us up in two seconds where black and black people don't tip so she wasn't gonna waste her time now somebody like that nothing you could do to change their mind no I, I mean are you being seriously that racist what well, you don't know that i'm gonna tip you yes i do so just because they're black?
2: I've been
1: waiting tables for five years and I never got a tip from a black person. Not once.
0: Yeah. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist.
1: <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you.
0: Oh, well, How much is you need? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man?
2: What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Shut up, asshole.
0: Mercy. Mercy. Ego trip. Ego trip. Mercy. Ego trip. Ego trip. Mercy. Yup, Yuck!
1: Big truck. A man's rolling in town. I got the chart to make you jump, because I'm head knees down. Tired of the merry-go-round and around. And everybody's talking about your stuff funny, but they're still telling lies to me. I got the trees in my backyard, and it's hard for them to tell a lie to me. And who's the foot? I'm the foot, but who's stepping? know
0: I'm steppin'. play with it cause I'm slick like that. I'm the greatest MC in the world. You got to gimme, give gimme give mine cause I'm heavy when I weigh it. Watch the way I say it. Ego
1: trip. I changed my pitch up, smack my bitch up, I never did it. The flavor's being up, but brothers ain't getting it. Get it? Or else you're a gonna, when I rolls over, you're gonna have to wanna lamp. Cause it's the Chattanooga champ. Taking a train, taking a train, taking a train, taking a train. Taking a train, taking
0: a train.
1: Now I'm something like a phenomenon I'm something like a phenomenon Well I'm the hourglass cat Drug it out of Jack for chill. Cause I spill the phenomenon Packed the holes in my lawn Got girls in my song were just born I'm a living phenomenon Well I'm a better friend Cause I'm a superman I run the block with my circle Cause I'm Nubian I got the platinum rust So don't even fuss Cause DJ Paul He's down with us now people stop taking
0: my style, and for a joke, I don't sass. The brass, I put the foot up the ass. Sometimes I fast off off like a seal. Make me want to pop something. No champagne. Two five on me. Weed and crack stalk me. Bitch motherfucker tried to get a rep off me. Leave him there. Never know. Get him off me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey welcome to the black guy who Fills podcast with your host rod and karen and today we have a uh, special guest in the house uh and some of you might follow him on twitter already he's uh at chris Lambert, L A M B E R T H, uh, and he's a comedian, and he decided, to, you know, we asked him to come on the show, man. I was just talking to him through G Chat one day, and I was just like, fuck it, man, come on the show. So, say what's up to everybody, Chris.
0: What's going on, everybody? How's it going?
2: <laughs> Dad, the way he was sounding, I was wondering if, um, who is that dude? Um, what you call The Butler was on there. The Butler dude. Oh, you talking
1: to? You talking about from the Fresh French show? Yes. I was oh, like, uh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Like he's all French French. proper. Yeah, he <laughs> said that shit like a a, a thespian.
2: Yes. The man's I'm, got I'm
0: actually I'm actually in debt for having a master's in in fine arts so in acting. So that's you gotta put it to use whenever you can.
1: Yeah, I, I would be sad with, if I had debt from an acting degree. I would do shit like order my coffee in the thespian voice. Like, I'm going to get my money's worth. Fuck that.
2: <laughs> like, I'm using this
1: shit for everything. <laughs> Me too.
2: Um, be like, drive through lady, I would like thou the Big Mac. And <laughs> at thou, I would also like the humongous fries that you have up there, young lady, <laughs> sir madam. Yeah, I would be terrible. Fuck <laughs> that shit to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely be, uh, like, if I was uh, giving a presentation... You know, like I would definitely at <laughs> my job when I did my PowerPoint presentation, I would do it really dramatic, you know.
2: I'll put a spotlight on you. Exactly. Exactly. Have <laughs> props in the background. Yeah. <laughs> come in all dressed up. I would come out I would come out with a fucking skull
1: and be like, Alas, pure York <laughs> Did not Did Did not not do do no report on time. (laughs) 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 Alright, man. So, um, if you're listening to this already, then you know this is the Black Guy with Tips podcast. And you can find us by searching iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Just search for the Black Guy with Tips. And uh, our podcast will come up. Leave us reviews uh, on iTunes. We really appreciate that. We do. We're at 29 right now. And, uh, you know, so the next person to write a review will be number 30. Yes, sir. And, uh, of course, uh, you can also go on our Facebook page, and we put pictures up there and episodes and, you know, just kind of check in with our fans. And we have some funny fans on there yes, who make jokes do. all the time. Yes. Day and night. Yeah. Them niggas don't sleep. Yeah, I try to make them my friends after a while, you know, because it's like, fuck it, you're a fan of the show, then. Yes. You're a fan of me. Um, Yes. Of course, you can also email the show, tips at gmail.com. And you can call the show, 704-557-0186. And make sure you check out our blog, TheBlackEyeTips.com. Look on the right-hand side. There's a donate button. So don't forget to donate to the show, man. That's what keeps the show going. Uh, you know, so we really appreciate what people do that. Um, and, of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser. That's right. And the unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Alright, man. So now let's get into some fucking some pod. Oh wait, I forgot. Follow us on Twitter I'm at Roderman's Prime. I'll
2: say that again, that S N D A
1: T. And we have a Twitter list, the black guy who tips dot uh dash three or something like that. I don't know, one and two is already taken. Yeah, one and two <laughs> is done. So we have fans <laughs> that took it their own initiative. To start a list, which is cool, you know, yes. not saying don't, not don't want you to take it down or anything, but, uh, if you want to follow the official list, and look at my name, and, you know, I try to have everybody who's been a guest on the show and yes. things like that. Um, alright, cool. So, uh, this week I was watching TV, mm-hmm. and I was watching Beyond Scared Straight. I
2: missed it, the it, way that sounds, sound like it was a, uh, interesting show. Chris, do you ever, uh, you ever watch that, uh, Beyond Scared no, Straight? No, but... I- I haven't seen
0: it yet. I, I saw I saw your tweets about it. You and a, a bunch of my friends were tweeting the hell out of that
1: show. Yes, they were. I, I missed it, too. Well, it's fucking scary. First of all, um, they take these kids, you know, all young, black, minorities, whatever, kid males. Was the, the first one was young, black males, and they had a couple white dudes in there, but, you know, they were probably going to straighten their life up, you know? Like, I always assume white people gonna play the white card at some point and shit'll work out.
2: You know, no, know? Like, that's why, that's why Farz yeah. Gump. Yeah, never that. Whoa, whoa, I'm white, I'm white, whoa, whoa, don't, don't mix me in with everybody else.
1: Yeah, like, that's why Farz Gump is one of the most insulting movies of all time. Cause, it's like, a retarded white man could get his shit together and become, like, a millionaire. In America, like that's what America's about, man. Like it was kind of so Meanwhile, the, the retarded black man dies in Vietnam. Like that's exactly why <laughs> <laughs> the white dude comes back and takes over his business, man. Cause hey, it's such business model. That's yeah. <laughs> <like
2: everybody>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't that retarded. He figured that shit out. <laughs> right. He's like, I know how to, I know how to file my taxes right. To claim this shit is a business expense. So, um, anyway. I'm watching Beyond scary straight And uh, the dudes on there can't, like, they're scary as shit. Don't get me wrong, okay? I don't want to be no part of no man's prison. But the dudes that they have on there aren't that scary in, in in comparison to the other people who can't talk to you. See, they picked these dudes because they're the safest dudes in prison
2: oh, to talk to you.
1: Oh, that, oh, that's not good. So as scary as they are, I kept thinking like, what, what have, about the dude they don't trust around the kid? Yeah, what,
2: what, what about Tyrone that had a poor kid pinched up against the wall with a shank in his neck? <laughs> they won't want him up there. They was like, no, we had you in solitary confinement last week. The cameras is coming, nigga. The cameras is coming. No. <laughs> and uh like had
1: chris you ever done that um scare for straight when you were a kid or anything like that
0: well when i was in uh 12th grade 11th grade i was in a business uh law class and i grew up in uh, prince jordan county maryland and we they we went to the like county jail and we had some of the guys talk to us and uh when we were on our way to we went our way to like a meeting room or something we walked past saw a guy that had graduated from our school and he, he was locked up in there and we was like oh know. and it was so weird and like it, it was like a kid that you know went to our school he's like yeah man you know we, we couldn't do anything but just hold it there but yeah i i we went to one of those things and it it didn't take much for me to like not to know that you know i didn't want to go to jail
1: yeah here's what's weird about the whole scare straight program to me they can't explicitly say we would fuck you in the ass if you came in here now to me to me that is the scariest thing about prison, and the only thing I need to know about prison Yeah You don't need a long list. Oh, you can't go outside Ain't no TV in here Oh, what if somebody You gotta sleep two to a cot Niggas, the ass rate The end <laughs> The end
0: Yeah, that's that's it It's like that episode in the Boondocks The, the Booty Warrior episode
2: Yeah One of my personal favorites <laughs> And
0: that's a real guy Like, that's a real I think you a YouTuber yeah. uh, yep. And he's the easy, easy I like you and I want you You know, that's it
1: like they kept They kept trying to they kept trying to hint at it, Chris. Like instead of being like, Look, dog, they rape little boys in here. Don't come in here. They would just be like, Man, you know what they would do to you? This things worse than they making you clean up the latrine. Like I'm like, dude, just tell them. Tell him you want are we trying to save the boys' lives or not? Stop fucking around and tell them rape is
2: in the future. I think because they filtered and they didn't get the real hardened people in there. I think that's why they did that. And they probably told them, look, you can't say that because we're recording. Right. But if they got Ray-Ray and them up in there, Ray-Ray and them like, look, you come up in here, I'm going to get me some. Ha <laughs> I'm making a crystal clear. Stay your ass out of here if you want to keep your butthole tight. But, but, okay,
1: here's the thing, though, with that, right? I don't think that, like, more dangerous criminals would have told them. They would have just did it. Like, them niggas behind... Them dangerous... The niggas, <laughs> the niggas in the fucking cell that they won't let come out when the kids come are probably the ones who are just like, I will scare them straight. You don't even have to worry about no. it. No. He would never want to come <laughs> back there. <laughs> I, I what
0: network did
1: they show that on? Uh, A&E.
0: Oh, that's probably why. Yeah.
1: So, I, I mean, but even still, like, I don't think... But even, like, when they had scared straight when I was a kid, like, the, the prisoners never just came out and told you. Yeah. So, I think it's like... Yeah a mandate of the program, like, don't tell them this, and my thing is, you could, I could reduce the budget of scared straight to, like, it would take five minutes, I would only need one prisoner, I get to pick, let me pick which one gets get to tell them, and then you just bring the kids off the bus, you sit them down in front of the prisoner, and then just have dude be like, I would straight up rape all y'all, there's nothing you can do about it, you shouldn't stop doing crime, because if you were in there for, like, stealing, uh, candy, cause they ain't there for like shoplifting and shit, you're probably gonna make a choice right then. Am I the kind of dude that's gonna ride hard enough for this candy to take an ass raping? Yeah. Or am I gonna
2: have to, you know, hit the books a little harder?
1: Yeah. You know yeah, what I like? Mean? Yeah,
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are good, but they're
2: not that good. Mm-mm. No. I know, were, yeah. <laughs> I know they were I know they like, ooh, I hear you like Skittles. I like the tub color of the rainbow. <laughs> hey. That won't go well. That won't go well. Yeah, I, I, I don't I like rainbow, yeah. Yeah,
1: the salad rainbow. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I I mean, that. Like if you could have a tall salad man talk to kids for t- a couple of minutes, oh. that shit would cut crime down by at least 50%. Yes, sir. It's not like, I'm not that hungry. I'll go without today. I ain't got to steal. Ah. I don't know. Anyway, man. Then they had the chicks on there. And they went to the women's prison, and let me tell you, man, those movies I've been watching about women's prison is false advertising. That, <laughs> it was nothing like that. Like I don't, Sarah J lied to me. They did not. They weren't all that. oiled.
0: They weren't all oiled up or anything. Mm mm. Like jump, jumpsuits.
2: No, look at all sexy. That wouldn't happen.
1: And they weren't naked under them jumpsuits either. But if they were, the ones that were, I don't want to see. It was, they were hard for. I'm talking about edge up, tighter than Mike Tomlin's edge up. You know what I'm saying? Now that's
2: oh. some tightness.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly, man. I was, I was. Now people. Now this Mike Tomlin shape up is new to me because I've always used Jawan Howard as the as the like the, the the template for like the best shape up. Am I
1: am I the only one up
2: there? Nah, that's a great. He did have yeah, a great he's, shape. He's up, good man. too.
1: Yes, I think. Even I think even in the video game
0: is is fresh. <laughs> Me, yeah. You know, like the NBA live like damn. I, I don't envy you on hours for his money. I just his shape up. It's
2: Yeah. It's pretty good. And he's I'm like sorry. eighty. <laughs> he's 80. like for an
1: eighty year old man, his shape up is tight, man. Yes,
2: and he has no great hair.
1: Yeah, I think we moved up on the wrong because Tomlin is a coach. Yeah. I oh, think- okay, yeah, yeah. I can
0: see <laughs> that. Yeah. Back. I have to look at him again. I'll I'll Google him. Google his shape up. And,
1: yeah.
2: and on top of that, he has a swagger that won't quit, man. It's nothing like seeing him dance. I'm not even still a fan, but I like seeing him dance on the sideline with this clean side. Bro- oh, yes, sir.
1: Like, uh, who was it? Somebody said, oh, uh, Larian was on Twitter. And he said, uh, um, <laughs> he was like, Mike Tomlin looks like he says nigga a lot. And that's what I like about <laughs> Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, you retweeted that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, he put into exact words why I've liked Mike Thomas since the day I saw him.
2: And you know what? The thing about him, he's probably felt. Everybody's probably a nigga. There's no white, black. Yeah. He's probably said that to everybody.
1: Yeah, he probably told Ben Roethlisberger a nigga after that race. I bet you He's he like, come on, nigga, you can't be doing that shit. I can't keep starting. <laughs> keep starting, making me look bad. <laughs> um. Alright, man, so they go to the women's prison. And, of course, the women were more scary than the dudes. They had oh, one chick named, like, Diablo. Which I think means devil in Spanish or something. Wow. Yeah. She had a tattooed beard. Oh my God. Like beard? Yeah. Yes. And I don't mean like tattooed like it looks like hair. I mean her tats on her face were the same. Like it was like a line. It looked almost like those Hawaiian tattoos. It was a line of symbols to her beard creating like a goatee. And she was scary as shit. Wow. Yes, even when she was trying to be nice, because this, like I told you, these are the nice inmates. They're actually telling kids good shit. Like, they scare you, but then they tell you, like, man, you don't want to be in here. And they bring in, like, somebody that, you know, shouldn't be in prison. Like, they brought this little white girl who had got a DUI and, and killed somebody and got manslaughter. Oh. So she was in jail for, like, something like 18 years because of that shit. Oh. Um, and, like, you could just, like, and see, that's what I would do. I would bring out one inmate that's a raper because you need, you know, one of them, one of us. That's You know, it's like heroes. I would, I would bring out one that's a raper and one that's a rapee. And I would have them both talk to the kids like, all right, rape raper, you go in first. Tell them, you know, what happened and how you get down. Why you in here? And, you know, they have a hardcore story like I killed 12 babies or some shit, right? And then, you know, and, of course, I would rape you, blah, blah, blah. They leave. Then I bring in the rapees, And, of course, you know, they're like, you know, hey, I, I what are you in here for? I was jaywalking. And I walked <laughs> right past a bank that was getting robbed, and now my ass is in here for twenty years and I get raped on the daily. The end. Wow, yeah. And you ain't gonna I like freedom, so you ain't gotta worry about that. Back on the bus. The, if I could save them so much money. Yes. Yeah. Now the show would be short as hell. I don't know how we would do a show with five minutes of footage and fifty-five minutes of commercials. But <laughs> but I would say those kids lives, yo. Anyway. Oh, and you know the worst, dude, they do a montage at the end of the show, like, yeah, so this kid, he, uh, you know, he, he of course, he got, uh, in trouble for shoplifting, and six months later, he is doing well in school, or six months later, he ran away from home, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Um, they should start a betting game on betting the kids' futures. Like I would like to, I would like to put eyes. Like I looked at them and I was like, that nigga is not gonna change. Ah. Uh, like one of the older kids was like, I wasn't even scared. What? Ti used to have that show right before he went in the first. Time. Yes,
2: he did. And it was really good. It was yes, it really was. Good. Like
0: he he took a kid to a funeral home one time. This way he's gonna end up. And they shook the kid, and that kid is like an honor roll student now. Damn.
1: Now, hey Chris, how how old are you, man? If you don't mind me asking,
0: I'm thirty. I'll be I'll be thirty one next
1: month. All right. So look, I'm I'm thirty one also. If you took me to prison today, I would be scared. Even if it was scared straight. Even if I knew these niggas would not hurt me and these were the good inmates and everything was cool. I would probably break down in tears a little bit when they put you in that little cell and they get chest to chest with you and start talking about, oh, you think you a man, nigga, you ball your fist, I'm ball your fist. I'm ball your fist, nigga. <laughs> like I probably would cry
2: like a bitch. Like, get I think I bitch.
0: would too. I, I probably would too. Because I'm a man like I I like I'm a man, you know, but it's like I like when sometimes when I come home late night from gigs, like there's a prison right in the town that I live in and you I it's, it's no joke, man. It's just I, I get scared when I see a cop. You know, like because they will pull, you, they will pull you over. In New Jersey, it's 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 no joke. Exactly.
1: Play. Every time you get they pulled don't... over, I play back the scene from Minister Society every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 this nigga might he might be that cop that just you know maybe he had a hard day at work. I don't know, but maybe he just decided today is the day to park a nigga. Yes, and, uh... Oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, sometimes you find yourself talking like a slave. Like, when you, I mean, I, I... I just... I'm sorry, so I just... Because <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, you you try to... Like, because you think, like, when you talk... Like, we talking, now. If somebody white ever said something to me, I'm going to tell them, like, this. And then, you know, you, you get in that situation... I, I'm so sorry. I just so sorry. I swear, for oh Lord, I swear I'm on my
2: I'm on grave. Yeah. I know. you just got to finish picking some cotton out there in the cotton field. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just just going my way back to the fall.
1: Yeah. Can you roll down? What just what do? Can you roll down your window, please? Ezekiel saw the river. Oh, sorry. Uh, here's my license registration, officer. Way in the middle of the air. Um. Alright, man. So, anyway, they do all this update shit. And, of course, the kids are, you know, some of them become criminals. And uh, the dude that said he was Oh, here's another thing they do in each situation. They set these kids up. Now, I did like this part. They set these kids up to think that they pissed one of the uh, inmates off. So, like, in the male situation, what they did was they. This one one of the prison inmates handed the kid a shank. Oh. And he's like, hold this for me. And uh, the kid held it. And so then, like, in the middle of them talking to the kids, they was like, now, every day here in prison, we got to get checked to see if we got any paraphernalia on us. <laughs> you know, you don't have any privacy. So all y'all, get up now, empty your pockets, empty your pockets. They made everybody empty their pockets. And dude had to shank, and they was like, the hell is this? And he's like, uh, uh, it's a shank. Because, cause, you know, that showed them what the a shank was. Yeah. And it was like, who gave you this shank? Who gave you this shank? And he was like, it's not mine, man. It's not mine. And so he points at the dude that gave him the shank. And the dude just lunges at him from like five to ten feet away. Like like he was going to fuck him up. And they start holding the dude back before he can get to him. But And the kid was clearly scared. Like he was clearly scared. But at the end of the day when they asked him about it, he was like, man, I wasn't even scared. And then they show a montage of the slow mo footage of him like reeling back from this dude. Yeah, he was scared.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not scared. Eyes all
1: big. And uh, with the girls, what they did was um, uh, one of them got handed something. I can't remember what she got handed, but she got handed something. And they asked like, did anybody tell you blah 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 or something? And the one girl was like, yeah, somebody told me blank. And they was like, well, now you a snitch. And everybody got in their face. Like, wow. Them, like, we don't have snitches in here. I was like, yo, y'all got set for the okey-doke. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> How <laughs> old are those kids? How old are they usually?
1: I think the oldest are like, I want to say 15. Don't quote me on that. But I want to say the oldest you can be is 15. And uh, with the girls, they had this thing. And I don't know if it's real or not. But why they call it Beyond Scared Straight. Apparently, they get to decide the inmates get to decide if you can go home or not. And if not, Whoa. you get to stay in there for 72 hours. 72 yeah. hours. Now, I don't now I was flipping back and forth between the game, so I don't know if like cuz they did tell some of them they had to stay. Now, I don't know if they did those 72 hours or not cuz when they came, when I flipped back, they were all like they all appeared to be going home and everything was
2: okay. straight, but I don't know they imagine that part just to scare them too, but like, hey, this is what happened. Your ass can't go home.
1: Yeah, like I thought they was gonna put them in there with the inmates for a second. Like, yo, that's that is some scared straightness for real.
2: Yes, I'm 100% girl, and I'm 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 good. I'm good with jail. I think they right. should change it to beyond scared
1: gay though, because if you if you ah, tell them ah. we're gonna rape you, then you you basically saying we scare scaring you so much that you know you will be gay if you come in here don't do this we will make you a gay person not by your choice but I guess if they did that some people might sign up just in case you know I'm like, oh, oh word
2: that's um, what's going
1: on in there <laughs> alright so um, alright so on twitter today man I had some interactions with some folks mm-hmm. cause I was talking about the game I came home, home at halftime. the Packers are playing the Bears the Packers were up 14-0 mhm and I started watching some in the third quarter and I said, Oh man, this this Bears defense is playing pretty good. Like, I don't know how they scored those first fourteen points, but you know, the Packers been whooping people's asses pretty pretty routinely. Yes, they have. And uh putting up big numbers, you know, scoring a lot of points. So I said, Man, this is this is the best defense I've seen against the Packers, you know, in a long time. You know, this is good defense. I bet you they mix your timeline up, didn't they? Well not it's not day. Uh there's a couple people that for some reason, uh, and I noticed this today for some reason was today was the day I put it all together, but they've been arguing with, arguing with anything I have to say about sports for like three weeks. Wow. And it's like, why the fuck do you follow me? I'm not asking you to follow yeah. me. Who follows somebody to argue with them all the time? Wow. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say their names. Fuck them.
0: I think people, people have that, that, thing that you call e-courage when they're sitting behind their computer and they're like well, well, fuck you you know what do you know you know like they just they and then when you meet and that were to meet that same person and same person in person they would be the
2: same
1: that person who they are behind their computer
0: that's just people just getting their rocks on
2: yeah
1: and i mean i i, I don't think they were being uh, too disrespectful like i've seen that before where people are like man i'll beat your ass bitch ass nigga you're like okay sure you would buddy Get off the keys, ease off them keys, dude. You are gonna type, type yourself and get a cramp. But uh, yeah. uh these dudes, uh, I mean, they were just. It wasn't. It wasn't that they were being um, name calling and shit like that too much. I was just more like, man,
2: why the fuck do we talk and we don't have anything in common? And you probably do, but they waste so much time
1: debating and
2: arguing with you they don't really see what y'all have in common. Yeah, I don't
1: roll with anyone like that in real life.
2: No, me.
1: Like, who do you roll with that's like, hey, Chris, man, you want to come kick it Friday night? Oh, shit, man, what you got in mind? What do you want to do? Let's just roll uh, to the bar for three hours and argue. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't. I stay at home for that
1: you <laughs> I, 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 I mean not home but, but, but I would say at home take my ass to
2: the bar with did oh, argue okay. <laughs> no we don't argue here y'all I'm sorry there's no argument in a black guy who's his house
1: <laughs> but uh yeah so I don't follow anyone on twitter that I just want to argue with I don't follow celebrities just to argue with them like people like yeah. that follow like I follow Glenn Beck and I made him block me nigga congratulations you wasted a lot of time
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, you could have, you know, you could have not followed him in the first
2: place. That's right.
1: You know, so, I, and I don't know, people, somebody hit me up, like, privately and was like, this is what happens when you start getting popular with your podcast. I'm like, I didn't ask for that shit, though. Like, I would block the shit out of you.
0: Yeah, you can do, I think it's part of the, the part of, of, of what it is. Like, when you start getting more popular and then people, if they start to see that, then they... You know, when they turn on you or they, they wanna, they feel like they can
1: take shots
0: at the drone. I, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. In some, in some regards.
1: That's crazy, man. You know what's crazy? Um, if we're constantly having sports conversations and you're constantly asking me my opinion and I have never asked you your opinion on anything, I might not respect your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a really... Really good chance. I don't give a fuck about you, and you're kind of annoying me. Like I'm not. It's like like one of the things that, uh, and this is you know neither here nor there. But one of the things that uh, conversations I rarely have, or just I don't really acknowledge, is when people ask me who do I think will win a certain game. Mm-hmm. Cause one, I'm watching the game like you. Like that's the beauty of sports is we don't know shit. We got every reason in the world to think some shit before it happens. And then the other thing happens, and then everybody was thinking the other shit, and we got all kinds of reasons that it did happen. That's right. You know, but I understand that for some people, this is just how they start conversation. That's true. You know, because they just want to talk about the game. Yes. But, like, if you really have to hit me up to ask me every week, who do I think will win the game? And I know that you're only waiting on my answer because you want to argue with me if you don't agree. Man,
0: miss me with that bullshit. I don't, I don't care know. enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's counterproductive. Like, because Twitter is, like, to me, like, I, I'm, I, I'm being a comedian and just a regular dude that likes a lot of different things. You, you have the chance to interact with people that you, that you would like to. You can, you, can, you can talk to certain people that you want to, people that have shared interests people that can help you out with different things like the way we met on Twitter, the way, you know, you, you interact with like Beaumont Jones on his show and things like this It's real cool. And I think it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, I'm I'm, I'm on my soapbox right now, but it shouldn't be like,
2: it shouldn't be hate, guys.
1: <laughs> like it, it's so, and the good thing about the block button is I don't have to deal with that. And like, I don't. I don't get the, this. And maybe uh, I. I admit I might not have the sensitivity genes that most people are born with. Maybe that's the truth. I don't know. But I don't get this whole "you need to respect my opinion" bullshit. Because I don't really require anyone respect my opinion. And, and honestly, if you don't respect my opinion, why the fuck are you arguing with me all the time? I don't I mean. ever argue with anything these dudes say. Because I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> like, in life in general, I will not walk, wake up and go, I cannot believe this dude thinks the Eagles can't win. This is bullshit. Now they can't <laughs> win tomorrow. When they play the game, until I get this dude to admit they can win, they are going to lose. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. Nope. Uh, so, and any time I have to treat your opinion like it's a joke, because I do that a lot. Uh, I, Like, instead of, like, really... Try to delve into people's opinions and get like why they think that shit. I will treat people that I think are stupid like they are constantly making a joke. Like I would laugh. I, I, I notice it. I do it in real life all the time. I, and I, I, I noticed it when I was reading it through tweets today. I would just reply back like "lol," and I do that in real life all the time. When somebody will come up to me and be like, "Uh, Jesus, man, Obama needs to do what he can." to lower these taxes, or something like that, and I just go, ha ha ha,
2: yeah
0: man. <laughs> they want to tra- trap you in something, like I was I was talking to some guys, I was talking to some comics who were trying to talk, I was the only black comic there, and like they were talking about Obama, and Mexicans, and they, they wanted, they, they thought they were going to get a rise out of me, I was like, oh, that's your opinion, No, know, that's fine. Uh, you know, I and mean, these Mexicans—they're taking these jobs, and they're always, they're always in Sam's Club. Uh, you <laughs> just don't like Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like
1: them.
0: I mean, what, really, what jobs are they taking from you? <laughs>
1: really? It's funny because, uh, like, it, it's funny to me because when I laugh at you and you're not making a joke, that should probably be insulting. <laughs>
2: like,
1: yeah, but like, that's too dumb or, to know that you're picking at them. Exactly. They are so stupid. They literally are just like, they will keep replying to LOL. They reply to LOL on Twitter. They reply to that in real life. Just like dummies do in real life when you're just like, you know, ha, ha, ha. Like, oh, uh, you know, Tom Brady's not that good. And I go, ha, ha. And then they
2: will reply to that. That was the end for me. That's right. I laughed at you. Right. There's nothing more for us
0: to discuss. Oh man! It's almost like a it's almost like a cry for help because they don't know. Like they want, they like you, but they want they want to engage in a conversation, but they don't know how to do it.
1: Exactly.
0: Hey man, you know I I how do you feel? I don't think Tom Brady's that good. What do you think? Yeah,
1: or you know, I, of, like one dude told me. Um, cause I, I'm not a dude that likes to argue over sports like that. Like I'll disagree and I'll make jokes about it, but I'm ready to move to the next subject. You know, we don't we're not gonna agree, that's sports. Um but this one dude was telling me how uh Peyton manning has been a choker his whole life, blah blah blah. Alright, cool. I don't really give a fuck, but that's cool, think that. So then dude says uh like, he loses a game this year in the playoffs, and he played alright. Like he ain't played great, he ain't played terrible he played all right, and I was like, Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rack this up as a choke job. I'd just be like, he lost, you know, like that's right. He didn't, he didn't do anything to acquit himself of that label. If you think he's a choker, but at the same time, he should. He didn't really add to it by like going out and playing a shitty game. True, and so this dude is like hitting me up, telling me like, uh. Man, he's been a choking. I got stats to go back ten years, and I had this argument with my nephews for the last ten years. I'm like, dude, who argues with their family for ten years?
2: Yes. That's that's a- <laughs> <Peyton Manning. laughs> be I- like, like, do you get invited to Thanksgiving, nigga? I wouldn't want you to argue it over the turkey. I'm gonna slice this year. Yeah. <laughs> I've been arguing with your ass for ten years about a type of knife with you. What the fuck? That makes no sense.
0: Right. It's <laughs> like about Peyton Manning, not
2: about the will or. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What grandmother's uh, ring just about Peyton
1: Manning. How small you. is your life? Yeah, what are you like what does that dude do in normal life? Like what like, uh, what's like if that's an argument that he's willing to have for ten years, like what is what about important shit in his life? Like what is he really Looking at it on a daily basis and just being like, I will argue this shit to the death.
2: He you don't know, argue about important shit because he got his mind occupied with nonsense.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I noticed the more. Morning- oh, go ahead. Nah,
2: nah, go ahead, man. I was going
0: to say, like, that just made me think about, like, people at work. I mean, I have a nine to five job and a lot of people were getting laid off uh, at my job. And, uh,. Previously, like, we used to have, like, Christmas parties and, like, the big... We used to have... When we used to be in New York City, we used to have a big party at, like, one of these concert venues and stuff. It was great. Now we moved to the suburbs because the company's trying to save money, and uh, we, they had a luncheon for us last year. It was good. It was free food. You know, people still complain. This year, times are a little rougher. The company says, you know, okay, we're going to, like, give everybody lunch. We're going to buy, like, sandwiches and cookies and drinks. And people were like pissed off about that. And they were like, how come this is I was like, look, you are lucky to have a job. They laid off 50, 60 people from this company. If they why are you complaining about free sandwiches? Right. You know, like, and the first and the first and the first thing is they and you know those same people were the same ones getting second, third, and fourth from them sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just so it's just it it, it 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 just baffles my mind. Like I don't try to be funny, but it is it's mm-hmm. like things like how small is your life that you are really upset about these sandwiches? These cups?
1: Yeah, man, you're right, dude. And it's like how did this dude follow me on Twitter? Like he's obviously is the kind of dude that argues over sandwiches. So like what about <laughs> me what about me made him want to follow me? over Twitter, like, what did he read of mine that he was like, that's funny. I would like to harass him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny, I would like to constantly annoy the shit out of him until he blocks me. Yeah. Like,
2: fuck my dick. Anyway. Think, I think some people's lives are like that. Like, you call them trolls? Yeah, they're definitely Yeah, trolls. I think some people actually just go around and harass, and I don't know if they got a, a trophy wall, or a uh, mark they mark on they, on their wall in jail, where every time they get blocked, they make a little notch in it, but they get excited when they get blocked. Yeah, alright,
1: so, I saw a, a commercial today for Windows, uh, has a phone, Uh uh-huh. which, I, with Windows reputation, I don't know if they should be... Coming out with a phone. I mean, I'm not saying that Windows doesn't work for me, but there's a lot of people that don't like Microsoft and Windows products in general. But, um, you know, they work fine for me. But the motto of this phone is, motto, is they (laughs) want you to get in and get out of the phone in a few seconds so you can deal with your life. Oh, okay, yeah okay I've seen those commercials now here's the thing one that means they definitely don't have Angry Birds so I don't (laughs) appreciate that shit um the second thing is like is that really anybody's problem they have with their phone no like that sounds boring as shit I like my phone that does a bunch of shit that I don't really need but I like to do true Right. if you get in and out yeah
2: Go ahead, Bass.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like,
0: p- sometimes people use their phones to avoid, like, Yes. I, you see it all the time at parties, like, or, or somewhere at the bar. You don't have to talk to someone. Oh, I'm on my phone. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm on I, a really important game of Angry Birds. I, you know, I got to, I really have to finish this Words with Friends. Puzzle before I can talk to you, ugly lady. Um, and we use it all the time. Like, people use it during mundane things. Like, you know, if I want to use the bathroom, nobody really wants to be 100% conscious for the totality of them taking a number two. So, of course, they're going to pull that phone out and see if they can finish that really hard level of Angry Birds or whatever. You know, you... You do it, you know, at the doctor's office, uh, you know, yeah. during sex, you know, you might pull it out to be like, this is the worst sex I ever had.
2: Let me see if I can check out Twitter and see what people are doing. <laughs> Maybe this is more interesting than his sex. <laughs>
1: Somebody retweeted the podcast, huh? Oh, never mind. Just, just keep blowing me. But um,
2: what? Anyway,
1: man, I just think that that's a dumb advertisement. If anything, you should be telling me how awesome your phone is and how it's gonna take up all my time, all the time, because I can't stop. You. Yeah,
2: and if that, that, but like this, If you wanna get in and out, just say your phone rings and texts only. <laughs> Damn it. My phone is supposed to be entertainment system. That's get a landline. Le- yes. <laughs> yes. My phone is supposed to entertain me. I can watch movies, videos, DVDs, download Netflix, everything from my phone. If I'm supposed to get on with life, screw your phone. You know, Chris, you what kind of phone you got,
1: man? You rocking? Uh, you rocking like the iPhone, the BlackBerry, the. Well, what, whatever I don't know what I well,
0: yeah they name them. I got a shit now. I got a BlackBerry Torch and I I uh, I just got it. I um renewed my uh, contract and the guy gave it to me for free. So uh, I, it's pretty cool. Like I I like the I'm afraid of the iPhone because I tried to type on there and it's just, just not for me and I it's a little too awkward. But I, I like BlackBerry. I had BlackBerry for about five or six years now. It's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, see like.
1: I don't get into the the versus shit like, uh-huh. blackberry versus iPhone, uh, joy versus uh, such and such. You like your phone, you like yeah. your phone. Like I don't pay the rep a team. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not no, I'm not gonna pay. I can see if they were paying me, but I'm yeah. not gonna pay you
2: so I could be like team iPhone, bitch. Like no, no, no. If AT and T starts sponsoring, then we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, so, like, when you, uh, now, you're in New York now?
0: Yeah, I live in New Jersey, and, uh, I, I do stand-up in New York, New Jersey, all of that stuff. Yeah.
1: So, alright, do you ever try acting? Like, do you ever try it out for acting parts, or when you see, um, you know, like, casting calls, you ever try to go to any of those?
0: Well, not since I've been here. Like, I've sent my stuff out, and, uh, you know, it's, it, that's a whole nother, uh, ball of wax, but... I haven't gotten to that yet, but when I, I used to live in Chicago when I was, uh, training, uh, when I got my MFA, when I was working on that. And I did go on a lot of auditions. Uh, I was fortunate enough to audition for a Tyler Perry film. um, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm making air quotes, you can't see that. No,
1: I, I I saw it in my brain. (laughs) Okay,
0: okay. Mr. Brown, apparently I wasn't good enough to tell Angela Bassett that they closed down the plant. So I didn't get that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was reading it. I read it to, like, too actors. I was like, they have closed down the shop, Angela Bassett. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't like it. They were like, that's too much. So, but no, um, but, uh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Did you ever, like, try out for, um... Like, because I've been seeing this a lot lately. I, I watched the show called The Cape. It's terrible. Don't watch it, but I do. Um, so I was watching The Cape, and I was thinking, it's cool that we have r- racial progress, but I wonder if it's fucking up jobs for black actors, because the one reliable job you could count on in uh, old, you know, old school TV was being a black stick-up man or... You know, black scary dude who's about to rob the store. You know that dude. And now, since Obama and everything's PC, I-, I saw a white dude and an Asian who both spoke perfect English robbing a store <laughs> in the case, like they were criminals, and they both looked like they both looked like they were about to rob the store, and they go put on their khakis and go back to their desk job. And I was, I was thinking, like, well, well, what the fuck do black actors have left?
0: Wow, it's it's really weird. it's like a, a lot of it. All it is is like it's mainly like Tyler Perry now, and it, and it, like he, like I can respect his hustle, but but at what point does it come where like you're not really you're not really moving along the you're not really, I don't see that as carrying on the tradition. I see like it's just I don't want to say oh you're sending us back. It just it's not ah where do I want to go with that? <laughs> it's just, It's just not good. Like, I, I watched, uh, for colored girls, uh, with my dad on, like, Christmas Day. And that was the worst decision we ever made. Uh, that really made me hate, like, it made me hate myself. It made me hate my, like, my black skin. And I felt like I wanted to, like, jump in a tub of bleach and just, like, (laughs) it was just horrible. Like, it's just, like, it just made black men (laughs) so, like, I just felt so bad. It was like, What's his name? Khalil Kane, dude, the dude that was in Juice. The the, the dude who was the dude that got Raheem that got killed in Juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I haven't seen him probably since that movie, or since he played Tiger Woods. He's back in that. He was in Color Girls, and he raped somebody. I'm just like, oh god, you come back
1: and you're raping somebody now. Well, that's, that's, now, that's I, amazing that yeah. Tyler Perry had a light skinned dude do the raping. Yeah. That's that's a little yeah. different.
0: And it, it was just, uh, it, like, it, Tyler Perry, I don't know, when you say things about him, it's just, you know, like, why can't, why can't there be, be other stories? And, like, there was this really good movie, and I don't, this really good movie called Medicine for Melancholy that came out, I think, last year, and I think it was filmed in 08, but it was just a good, a good movie about a, 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 a couple that had this one-night stand, a black couple had a one-night stand. And they spend the rest of the day trying to get to know each other. And if it, it takes place in San Francisco and they're trying to, you know, trying to forge out a relationship, you don't know whatever, you see what happens at the end. But just a good story. There's nothing, nothing overly dramatic. And it's just like a meditation on rage. Like all these different things. And I'm being a real nerd right now, but I just think there's more, there's more movies out there and there's more stories to be told just other than what Tyler Perry's putting out there,
1: yeah. So like, um, what now when you move from Chicago to New York, like, did you have? Do you have a wife? You have a girlfriend? Anything like that?
0: No, I ha- I'm single, ladies and what's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I'm a single dude. Like when I when I was living in Chicago, like I I dated a lot, and I've dated a few girls uh, since I've been here um but it's just kind of hard now because it's like you 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 look you're trying to find somebody and it's like you i don't know like i'm trying to find somebody but it's like how much are you willing to to really open yourself up to somebody that's just gonna you think it's gonna like stomp on your heart i guess i don't know
1: so do you do you introduce yourself to chicks with the comedian title or your day job title
0: uh well I tell them I, I tell them I have a, I have a nine to five and I'm a, I'm a comedian also and and uh, I'm like oh cool you know it just it, it, it just depends like um, it just depends on the situation how it comes up but when I meet women I don't say hey I'm a comedian what's up
2: <laughs> 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 do do you ever have the girls like say that they go well like, maybe that you know they want yeah to be like better. I was,
1: yeah, I was at a party
0: last night actually, and uh, this girl was like, "Oh, you you're a comedian,
1: make tell me a joke." They're like, "Dance, monkey, dance." And, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and like, what? And like, who are the comedians yeah. like that? Like, there's not many. Like, comedy's not really like that anymore. Or no. dudes like tell me a joke and it's like, you know, uh, two Muslims walking to a bar, boom, or whatever the fuck, like.
2: Nobody's right, keeping those yeah. jokes on hand. Like, not only that, and be like, "Bitch, you ain't paying, so you don't get jokes for free."
1: Yeah, like, tell me, a, exactly. like, tell me a joke. No, is gonna start with, you know, okay, well, I was watching such and such, and you know, I was tired, and it's like a story because they're, they're the jokes are more story like now. They're not. Yes, they are. Boom, boom. You know.
0: Yeah, and you got you got some guys that are uh, that that do one liners and everything like that. Twitter is a good way to get people's uh, their one liners or their thoughts and, and their, their jokes. But my my style isn't really like that. I don't know if you listen to any of my stuff, but yeah, we have a yeah,
2: we
0: lot did. Of, also yeah like premises or i you talk about Facebook to really talk about something else. Like I'll talk about Facebook to talk about a girl that. I liked and and i how i how it made me feel, and different things like that, but it just it just depends on the style of the person but I, I don't yeah like it's it's hard, I think that's because, like you don't ask the doctor to do surgery in a grocery store
1: <laughs> now are those uh real uh now your jokes are they coming from like real things that happen, or are you just like? You know, let me put this in because it's funny, or this is just like you know, like the joke you had about um, you know watching that movie with Shia LaBeouf and, and and crying, and then calling your pops. Like, is that real, or is that just like you know a combination of different jokes?
0: It's, I think it is. It is grounded in reality, like it's grounded in reality to the point where like my my dad and my dad and I do have a, a, a very good relationship. But he always like kind of prods me every now and then about oh you you could play football play football you would do, you would do that X, y, and Z, and like I, I had this joke about like the the iPhone like the iPhone, you can download all these apps, but I wish I had an app to uh, that you can get, so my father would stop resenting me from not playing football. <laughs> <That's beautiful. laughs> and, like, Because, like, my dad will call me up and he'll say, like, hey, Chris, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hanging out playing Madden. Oh, well, you could have been in that game. (laughs) And I could have had an escalade. You know, like, that's, like, that's, like, you know, like, really, you know, that's how it is. It's just, like, grounded in, in in a form of reality. But the Shia LaBeouf thing, like i did see that movie it it was very moving and it did make me think about my dad like because it's like you know you got this kid who's got this dream and that's all he's ever wanted to do and he accomplished it because it's the first guy it's the first amateur to ever win the u.s open and he's beat all these you know major guys and he was just a county and that—that's why I always mess with uh, Shia LaBeouf. I, that I like that dude. Like I, I enjoy—I yeah. enjoy his work.
1: Yeah, I, I I like Shia LaBeouf too, man. But he, some of his movies, man, I—he uh, that Indiana Jones, ain't, man. I don't that know what happened. Has, to that. It ain't his fault. You can't put that
0: kind
1: of evil on side man. That wasn't his. Name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I can't see everything he's in. I gotta start judging better. Cause I, for a while, I was just seeing anything with Shia LaBeouf. Like, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck it, man. Indiana Jones, uh, that Eagle Eye movie, uh, I was yeah. in. But then I saw, I, I saw Indiana Jones. And I learned because the next movie I saw for him was Wall Street: Money Never Sleeps, and I said, fuck this.
0: Yeah, I just saw that recently. Yeah, I, that was like, it was like Wall Street: Money Never Sleeps. It doesn't have to sleep Oliver Stone because it's not a person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard, you know, they, I heard they named that that because they couldn't make it a sequel because Michael Douglas's ex-wife had something in their uh, uh, divorce settlement where well, she reaps half of the money off of anything he does that is based, uh, basically a sequel of any movie he did while they were together. Are you serious? So that's why they named it that weird-ass name, so they could be like, it's not really technically a sequel. Um, she's still yeah. going for half, I bet. Oh, yeah.
0: That, yeah, that movie was okay, but I think one of my favorites was Greatest Game Ever Played of his, and then uh Disturbia. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one. Disturbia was a good click.
1: Well, ironically, my favorite Shia LaBeouf movie is Transformers, and I love the Transformers. What can I say? Dude,
0: that's the most racist movie franchise ever in the 21st century.
1: The second one is is racist, overtly racist. Yes. Yeah, but you know they killed, they killed Eddie Winslow in the first one, though. Yeah, but yeah. Eddie, Eddie Winslow dies in everything he's in. Like, as soon as I knew that was voiced by Eddie Winslow, I said, he dead. I don't even know that nigga I, real name. <laughs> no, he did <laughs> They let they let Tyrese live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew Tyrese don't
0: well, let him. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought like it the the best thing for those movies is Megan Fox to me. But yeah. now she hmm. she got too skinny.
1: Yeah, they about to, they about to uh, get rid of her anyway. Hey, yo, the, uh, on the real, though, that Jazz Transformer was so racist. And, like, yeah. Mom, he was the only one to dance. Like,
0: he danced all of his dialogue. He was like, the Decepticons <laughs> over there, bitches. You know, he's like going the rerun dance. I'm like, really? Well, why did you have to say that? You know? And, like, he, he was the only one to die. He was the only Transformer to die. And he was, like, the first one to attack Megatron. And, like, you remember that? Like, when Megatron busted out of the little, uh, the canyon or whatever. And Jazz was the first one. He was like, you want a piece of me, Megatron? And, like, Megatron just grabs him with one hand. And then he says, I want two pieces of you, nigga, robot.
2: (laughs) I like how
1: Jazz was speaking Uh in hip-hop slang the whole time. All the Mm -hmm. other ones except Bumblebee could talk
2: good English. All
0: of them sounded like they went to, like, Princeton and Harvard. They were like... Austrian, thou hast forsaken the Decepticon regime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like really, like, did I need to bring a thesaurus to this
1: movie? Or you know, like just, you know, know. Jazz was just like, what's poppin' my niggas? Like he almost yeah, said, man, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> he almost called them these niggas. I know uh, I knew it when it when
2: it really happened. Did. Do you think
1: you think Jazz knew how to do juggy?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. that
1: well the the more racist part, I have the extended DVD. And the real fucked up part that they don't show in the movie is um like they show uh extra deleted scenes where Jazz was getting calls from creditors cause he was behind on his bills.
2: And ah, they, they took uh, that out.
1: There was you know, and there was another part where it was this uh there was another part where there was this like public transportation bus and it was a, a white transformer and it transformed into this real fat white female transformer and Jazz was trying to holler at her. And I was like, See, ah. Michael Bay is on some bullshit, man. Uh-huh. Yes, he is. Anyway, man, um, uh, like my last random thought, man, um, uh, I, I don't, I'm not really a heavy beer drinker, uh, so I don't know, uh, y'all, Chris, you drink, uh, I know comedians either typically drink all the time or never drink. Which, which are you? <laughs> I
0: think, like, if, if I had to have an addiction, it would be, like, pizza and cheeseburgers. I'm not, like, a uh, a drinker, per se. Like, every now and then, I'll have one. I'm okay. I'm kind of huge drinker.
1: All right, well, you know, if you get too famous or too good at this, you're gonna either have to be an alcoholic or a recovering alcoholic. It's... Yeah, so I think it would
0: be like, you know, it was be like Chris was at McDonald's, you know. <laughs> you know, just like... You know, just like <laughs> eat too much Sonic. You know, my... Like, because I wouldn't... I'm not that, like... I don't know. Like, I'm not that flashy. I'm just, like, pretty pretty boring like if i ever like made it or got famous i'd be like i'd be, like, I'd be going to target you see chris at target all the time <laughs> <laughs> they, got spray, they got ocean spray products are on sale
1: son well, <laughs> you know, like, well if, be boring. if be you boring. uh if you eat too much mcdonald's and you get fat then you're gonna get a drug problem dude because that's how all the good funny fat comedians go out man that's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on that kid, Ralphie, or whatever. I'm waiting yeah. on him to pop up on Christmas or something. Ralphie, man. Yeah, yeah, man. He's doing too good. He's doing too well. Fat comedians do yeah. not fucking make it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, I was thinking about beer, because I, I had, I was drinking one, and, um, is it me, or is the, the kind of cap that you have to take off with a beer bottle opener, is that just, uh, something they do to separate class of beer, cause I don't, what kind of you drinking? It was, uh, this was a uh, Magic Hat Vinyl Lager, and Lager's upside down for some reason, Spring Seasonal uh, I guess the Spring Seasonal flavor or whatever the fuck, and uh, I needed a bottle opener, but when I bought like a, you know, uh Miller Goddamn 64, uh,
2: yes. it's, it's just, you know, regular twist-off. I, I think they do do that. I'm sorry, I think they do do that to separate uh, beer and class. They feel like if you have some class, you will not use your hands or your teeth to open <laughs> up bottles of beer. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. just me. Yeah. I
1: guess not. So, and I'm
2: terrible with uh, bottle openers. One time we was at one of Roger's friends' house. And uh, Roger told me, to, here's a beer, open it for me. And they had happened to have a bottle opener on the refrigerator as a magnet. And I didn't know how to properly use it. And when I lifted it up, I took the beer and the bottle opener both off and nothing opened. So this is why I don't drink beer, damn it. God be done. You know, I can't take it. I was like, no, I can't get it the inside of
1: it. I think you don't drink beer because you don't like the taste of it.
2: It's terrible.
1: Yeah, you don't gotta lie. You know how to it own. is an acquired. It's an acquired taste. Like I,
0: I'll, i I'll have some occasionally when I'm out to, to try to fit in with people so I can be cool.
2: But. Yeah,
1: I like drinking sweet shit, which apparently I didn't figure this out, until I started drinking with my white friends. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that is not cool. If you had a pop quiz and you had cool checked. <laughs> Uncheck that shit. That is not cool. It,
2: I'm uncool. Damn it, because beer is nasty as shit, and I will be uncool. And well, it's different for
1: beer. women. It's different for women. Ugh. Matter of fact, most chicks I find that drink beer, like when they're watching the game, and shit. They just posing. Like they just, they just poses. They just want you to be like, ooh, a single chick that watches the game. She's perfect. No, I. I, I yes, she's yeah. so hot wearing that Tom Brady
2: jersey or whoever just won the Super Bowl. No, thank <laughs> you. I, I'd rather drink a Tom Collins
1: and be happy. Oh, well, I was going to say, I didn't figure that out until, uh, later, but if you have a drink of choice, even if it's sweet, but it has a name, it's not as bad. So like when I order a Tom Collins, the most I'll get asked is like, what's in that? Okay. And as long as they don't bring me any fruit on top of my Tom Collins, which I hate, as long as they don't do that, I'm straight. I won't chopping the limes and the lemons. You might be in trouble. Yeah, then it's like, oh, you're drinking like a bitch again. Like <laughs> oh many <God, laughs> you know,
0: you know, oh. yo, that's you're exactly right because I don't really drink that much. Like I probably started drinking like like after college. Actually, like uh, one of my boys came to visit me in Chicago. It was him and his girl and me. We were hanging out, and we he ordered amaretto sodas for all of us, and I had never had one before. I was like oh this is really good. I like it and it's it's a sweet drink. And uh the a couple of I would get it like all the time. And then like one time I heard somebody on TV say like if you drink an Amaretta sour, you're gay. And I was like, "Oh no." But it's so <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I never had amaretto. I haven't had one in like 7 years. And I
1: and I feel like I you know
2: don't let them run you away. You know it's crazy because
1: drinking is about peer pressure. Even now, I will say this though, and this is this is weird. But um, the first time I drank a beer, I hated it. You know, the second time, etc. But then, just one day, I don't know when the fuck this happened. I was just sitting in the house and I wanted a beer. And that's how they get you. I don't know how the fuck that happens. I don't. There was no switch. It wasn't like a magical sign. Do they sprinkle a little bit of crack in the beer? Don't tell nobody. I don't know but I had a I had a thirst that only beer could quench and it's not cracking this beer, cause that you're thinking about Coke forty five. They only put crack and malt liquor. Okay. Yeah. My that's bad. that's what goes to the black community. Not
2: just <laughs> <This laughs> regular liquor, ass beer. Crack and chicken grease.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. But, um, Broken dreams. <laughs> but, but, yeah, dude, and I've had the same thing Where somebody was like, like, I used to drink And this is, this is funny now that I know all this shit, but I would drink Smirnoff, you know, I'd get it at the house And shit, you know, I ain't gotta impress nobody at the crib Drink me a couple Smirnoff or whatever Watch the game, and I never told Anybody, I just drank them, and I didn't tell anybody Like it was a secret, yeah. I just didn't Know that it was a thing, you know oh, Okay. So I'm drinking the, the fucking Smirnoff And, um we go out to the bar and I'm like, they're like, uh, I'll buy everybody around, man, what are y'all drinking? And I was like, I don't know, uh, I don't really drink, you know, they're like, well, anything, man, you tell me. I was like, well, I guess Smirnoff. And then they're like, oh, you fucking fag, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gay as shit. I'm not buying that bullshit. And I, I was like, oh, I took the dick out of my mouth. I was like, well, look, this is, I'm not gay. <laughs> I want a beer. This yeah. is ridiculous. I did not know I was <laughs> going make- to
0: yeah, because it's like you, you feel like, you know, you know that you're secure in your manhood, but still sometimes you're like, really, I no, shouldn't be drinking. this is gay.
1: Yeah, I felt bad, man, so, and now, like, I can't even go to the store and buy it, because then I feel like the cashier's gonna look at me, and less cares with me, the cashier look <laughs> at me and be like, hmm, cranberry smirnoff, huh? You got a six-year-old oh. girl, you trying to get drunk, sir? <laughs> We what,
0: are here, Rob? what are you doing here, Rod?
1: What are you doing? Have a seat over there. What is going to
0: happen?
2: <laughs> I,
0: I had the same experience, but it's not with alcohol. It's it's with watermelon juice. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. no.
1: Wait. I like watermelon. I might have. Go ahead, explain what it is first.
0: Dole, Dole recently came out with this watermelon juice. It's like fruit sensation, and I saw this for the first time, like at Target. And I was like, oh, my God, watermelon juice. And I was like, how am I going to get this out of the store without disgracing my race? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's just like, it was, It was you just like, like, really, am I, like, setting the race back for doing this? You know, like, every time if I take a sip, is that equal... You know, did that make Rosa Parks ghosts cry because I'm drinking this watermelon juice? And, and you know,
2: just.
0: <laughs> it's good though. It's really good. Like, I, I think it's I, I think it's pretty
2: good. I say no, as long as when you sip, you're not spitting out watermelon seeds, you're good.
0: Yeah, you know, there's no seeds in this. Okay, it, you're good. Actually, eat. Yeah. I think it, it kind of tastes like a like a knowledge.
1: Why does Ooh, the shit that tastes that the best? Good, why does the shit that tastes the best always gotta be the most racist? Like orange and grape soda, red Kool Aid, yeah.
2: chicken. Like leave the good shit, please. God damn. You know one thing,
1: one thing.
0: Like I went to a predominantly white school, and uh, I will tell you this. White people like chicken just as much as we do. Of
1: course they do, but it's still the most racist food. Like, why couldn't they Shit. pick, like, what? cauliflower? You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> like, I'm, I'm picking a food. That's it. From now on, I'm picking a food. And from now, I'm going to make that food racist against white people uh, to combat chicken. And I think I'm going to pick, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick, uh, let's pick broccoli. And then just, you know, every time we bring up broccoli or we see a white person eating broccoli, we just be like, see, look at them. There you go again. Of course, what are you going to order? Typical yes broccoli, broccoli. broccoli cheese and soup i'm sorry it's delicious and broccoli <laughs> yes <laughs> put some broccoli in your salad broccoli on your potato of course you are tom yes. of course you're gonna
2: dip that broccoli in ranch aren't you uh-huh.
1: <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: look at you with your broccoli and your good credit
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right man so um, <laughs> we got some articles here we i've done all my random thoughts man I, I could ask you about being a comedian forever, but I I don't know. That show would be too long. Um but, I, but if I come up with more shit, I just keep bringing it up. Um now, when you when you travel, man, you on the road a lot? Like do you uh go to hotels and shit? Um not as much. I'm
0: just like I've been at it like almost 2 years. I'm a newbie. I'm a, I'm an up and comer, but I've done like a couple of. I did actually did like a corporate gig at my old school at my at my undergrad at Mount Saint Mary's in uh, Emmitsburg, Maryland, and they put me up in a hotel and stuff. And um, and then I'll be going like down. We'll talk about it a little later, but I'll be coming down to your neck of the woods next month. So I'm 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 starting. The ball is rolling.
1: Now, will you be staying at a Marriott by chance? Like, do you get to pick where you stay?
0: No, like, the, the time that I'm going to be at a... I was at a sleep-in when I did that corporate gig, mm-hmm. and uh, it was cool. It was super nice.
1: So, when you, now, when you do the, uh, like, when you do... Have you, like, do you like doing college crowds, or are they... Or, you know what, I take that back. I went to an HBCU.
2: Yeah.
1: So, I'm, I'm thinking about my college crowd. Yes. We, we, I bet you that is, group is totally the opposite yes. of the other college crowds. Yes.
2: They be lit up with alcohol, so anything is funny. Yeah,
1: they actually. Our goal at one of our jammy jams was to literally get every comedian to quit. It was terrible, and I'm I'm ashamed to have been a part of the shit. Actually, it was not a good night for Rod. No. Did you hear
0: about the? Did you hear you heard about the uh, Charlie Murphy situation?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had to walk yeah, off the yeah. stage. Yeah.
0: That that's a whole nother that's a that's a different kind of monster. Like I haven't done any big college gigs yet. There's supposedly one in the works, but I don't. But it's not at a HB, HBCU. Um, but uh, I can imagine that that's like uh, that's that's a different ball game.
1: Like, yeah, I wouldn't one. do I wouldn't do one.
2: Yeah, because the thing about a HBCU is that if it, if it's a comedy night that's kind of different than what kind of what he was doing which I hate that they do this people come into party and have a good time mm-hmm. and you put a comedian up front. And they're like boo we don't give a damn about you boo yeah, get off to the party I, I blame the being you bookers because right. a lot of
1: people don't respect comedy in general and it's you know that like they just throw this motherfucker up there like comedy goes with everything like and of course don't. people want to laugh like you can't put a comedian up there before you bring out like the strippers. Yeah, like everybody sitting there with they dick hard and and money in their pocket, and here comes like Charlie Murphy. Like no, no, yeah. no, thank you. I don't no. give a fuck if it's uh, Richard Pryor. I don't. I wouldn't. It's, oh, he got rid of MS and he's walking again. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't come for this shit. Yeah, you had you
2: have to be. Oh my sure my it's <laughs> the right combo because yeah. if not, it always yeah. terribly. Be be sure the people know that it's all gonna be jokes.
0: Yeah, and in, in the New York scene, like if you're not performing at the clubs, like a lot of comedians in the in the New York scene produce their own shows, and you sometimes, a lot of times they'll have the shows in bars, and you you like, hey, we're doing a comedy show, and you kind of ambush people, and you you they're not, they may or may not be there for the show, so sometimes you do. You do run in that thing where it's like they don't they don't respect you or you're you're trying to you know win the crowd, but that's that's all about just to me that's all about just coming up in the game and, and you're trying to you know evolve and like at the point where I'm at right now, like I'm just trying to get as much stage time as possible, make sure that I'm honest in the stuff that I'm doing and just just trying to be to be funny. So anytime you can get up in front of people with a mic, that's that makes you makes you
1: battle test you know. Dang man, that sounds kind of depressing. Like people always people, people always ask me like, "Oh, Rod, you think you could be a comedian?" And I don't think I can because I don't have I have too much self esteem. Like I, I would just show up and be like. Y'all niggas gonna try to eat while I do comedy. Fuck y'all. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, who the fuck t- was that? He's a no name. <laughs>
0: it's to it's me. It's like a being a, any type of an artist is almost like you, you do. You want that attention? It's a it's a hey, look at me type thing. Or. You know, I mean, I got in love as a kid. My parents are great, but I, I think there's just a part that you, it's, it's a, it's a need to, to want to do something to want to express yourself. It's like, like you have your podcast and that, that's something that balances, I'm sure, your, your nine to five. Like, right. you know, it's just something to, to provide like, uh, I guess, I guess a good equilibrium, if that's the right, if that's the yeah, right, it's right like out- Yeah, it's like an
1: outlet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just an outlet so you don't go home and like, you know, Beat your girlfriend, or you know, yeah. it's like, or, or you like do these these sick and crazy things. Because if I wasn't doing this, and like I would just be coming home watching uh, ESPN, and I would probably be one of those dudes. How can you say that that Tom Brady sucks? You,
1: know
0: <laughs> you would you would block me, you know what I'm saying? And right. I would, we
1: wouldn't know each other. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's And I'm how sure, it works. I'm sure, and you're right, man. I had to start this podcast. Because, uh, Karen was beating me every day. He's right. I, I was like, I gotta do something. This nigga is ridiculous. I can't think nothing right. The eggs are too done. The eggs are too runny. Make up your mind. But now she, she's cool. Now everything's fine. Um, and oh, and the last thing, man. You Earlier when you were talking about, uh, the to catch a predator or whatever. It did make me think for a second. <laughs> like, every dude that went to that house <laughs> had to stop somewhere and buy KY condoms and wine Wow.
2: Like,
1: yeah. How do you do that? Do you buy, like, one at each place? Do you, do you like, do you, who checks you out? Can we just, like, have a fucking, like, uh, you know how they can tell when you buy cal- too much cough syrup? It goes yeah. to the federal government. It's like, he's trying to make crystal meth. Well, yeah. at least in North Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, like, they should do that everywhere to be like, this nigga might be a pedophile. You he, he needed to buy Y-Coolers, KY, and condoms in the same night. Yeah, that's weird. And, and, and the
0: iCarly video. So I yeah. uh, <laughs> so you know, so you know that somebody's up to something. When you made, when you mentioned that about the cough syrup, uh, I, I grew up in Maryland my parents still live there. My mom had a cold one day while I was home and I went to the Eckerd's and got her, she went to get her some cough or some, like, she or something. And this woman, like, to can I see your driver's license? Can I see your ID? Yes. Can I see, you know, your report cards in third grade? And I was like, whoa, all this to buy some bikes and some medicine? Like that, I, cause I had never, I hadn't run into that. And I, it's been a while since i bought walked through this bed, but it's like, this is really, this is intense.
2: Yeah. Yes, they actually locking up down here in North Carolina in certain places
1: where if you
2: go, the pharmacists better be open. Else your ass ain't getting it. Yeah, they
1: had like Zycal locked up and stuff. And I guess that I guess that makes sense that uh the better medicine must make the better fucking crystal meth. I never yeah. thought of it before, yeah, but
2: the better it is,
1: the higher you yeah, get. Yeah, like somebody's probably getting crystal meth. It's like, what the fuck is this Dayquil? Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is some bullshit <laughs> like <laughs> it. <laughs> I need thorough flu. <laughs> <laughs> so I <laughs> four <store> brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know <laughs> they
0: had them tickets. They had those tickets like they used to have at Toys R Us when you go get the video game. You have to take the ticket off to the register. Then they go in the back and get the and get the medicine
1: for you. I was like, wow. back Uh, for some touching. Alright, so, alright, the article. I was bringing all this shit up when we originally got on the hotel thing, is because Marriott, and I know a lot of comedians, you know, they stay in these hotels. Marriott says no to adult movies in new hotel rooms. Wow. (laughs) Marriott says it won't provide access to adult movies from new hotel rooms that opens over the next three, several years. Wow! Uh-huh. The, decision goes... the, <laughs> the decision to You're go. To pour... The decision to go for. You got the white walls now. Yeah. Uh. Uh, <laughs> fucking jacking off on the wall in the hotel Everybody is. <laughs> the, the decision to go porn free you're like I don't stay here. That's right. Anyway. The decision <laughs> yes. to go porn free comes after years of discussing whether the availability of lucrative adult films in guest rooms is appropriate and whether safeguards exist to prevent children from seeing it. Marriott though links the move to a pending shift to new in-room entertainment technology for its hotels, traditional video systems, which included in- access to adult content played in the menu selection, will replace be replaced by internet-based video on demand systems. Uh, hotels have seen revenue from providing pay-per-view movies in rooms shrink as business travelers increasingly check into hotels with their own source of entertainment, such as Netflix DVDs, a laptop, an iPod Touch, or a streaming box. Oh, I never thought about that, but you're right. Like, mm-hmm. if I could bring my my iPhone or something and watch Netflix through my phone, do I really need uh to pay $8.95 for you know the latest Cameron Diaz bullshit
2: movie? And not only that, when I can stream porn on my TV, I mean, right. a phone, why am I gonna pay $20 for your service for $20 extra onto the tab?
1: Oh man! That's you know,
2: crazy. and on top of that, you know, like I said, your phone is basically a personal computer now. So I'm pretty sure they've seen a they millions of dollars go to a hundred thousand over you know a five or six year span of all the stores. Which so this makes sense. Yeah, I guess you would just get it through your internet
1: video on demand system if they're offering porn at all. But uh, I mean,
0: you
1: phone yeah, basically. I mean, now I don't know what kind of foul shit they're gonna find on this. Like. I wouldn't order too much porn on that thing. Is what I'm saying. I'd be careful about where I'm surfing the net. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now I do have a question though about this shit though. Um. Like, have has any of y'all ever seen uh, porn in a fucking hotel? It's not the same as the
2: porn on the street. No, it's not. It's the that
1: I've ever seen it. I don't know that I've ever
0: looked at porn on, no. on the street on on
2: the, at the hotel. It's, it's, it's not what's hot in the streets. It's no. not. It's whack, yo. I paid yeah. for it. I felt ripped off, man. Like, yeah. I watched it too. It was
1: terrible. Now, and this is going to sound weird because I didn't think this really would affect me. But without seeing... Penetration at all? Cause they just basically take out every scene where they're showing the dick go in or anything. Yeah. They just take the dick out of out of out of the stage. Now, to me, that seems like I'm sure people are listening right now. Like, what's so bad about that? I hate the dick. That's like, the worst part of the porn. I'm I'm a, I'm a straight heterosexual man, but they assume about the dick being gone that made me be like, I can't watch this. Yeah, this yeah. does nothing. It's not real.
2: That's
0: like. That's like watching. I was at the gym yesterday, and they were showing uh, Kill Bill, like on TNT. That's not, <laughs> not, not real.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's not what That's not what Tarantino wanted, and I'm sure that's not what the director of that fine, phenomenal film wanted to be
1: directed that movie? Exactly. I'm a purist. You know what I'm saying? I'm for oh, I'm God. for the, I'm for the essence. And this is about the art. And if you just censor the art like that, then Of course I'm not gonna be inclined to keep viewing it. No. Now, and the worst part is after you paid nine dollars for porn that you should have got free, you gotta jack off to it. You can't not jack off to that porn. (laughs) That is (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) I've already violated my principles even paying for this bullshit, yes. So now I got them jacking off the like
2: porn from 1970. They don't have no dicks in it, yes. And, then, and my thing is that it's old porn. And then this was some years ago, so you know the TVs was old. It wasn't that high definition. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and of course there's no black porn on there. Not, not good the porn. Not any good black porn, for that porn yes. it's all
1: It's all like the black porn that white people like to watch. So it was like mm-hmm. no ass at all on these shits. Yeah, like Heather Hunter in there and yeah, shit.
2: It's all boobs, no butt. <sighs> it was disgusting.
1: Anyway, anyway, I had to jack off to it, and you keep it for twenty four hours. So it's like, you gotta jack off twice at least, like make yourself feel better. Um, all right, man. So apparently, speaking of jack offs, Steve Harvey's ex wife for sixteen years blasts Steve on cheating on her with other women, including Marjorie, who I guess is his current wife, wife. Yes. Now, on the scale of 1 to 10, how shocked are y'all before I read the story?
2: Not shocked at all.
1: She's like his, what,
2: third, fourth wife? Third wife. Yes. No. So you're not shocked at all? Would you say zero care? I'm at 1 to 2, a little okay. bit, but you know, that's that his current wife, but no.
1: Chris, what would you say, man? Scale of 1 to 10.
2: About, I would say, like,
0: how surprised am I? Yeah. Like, so 10 being, uh, like, hot because like I'm super shocked. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm not. That's like a, a, a four. Okay, I am a like a negative seventeen. Like this, <laughs>
2: this shit does not
1: surprise me at all. Of course he was a cheater. Of course, it. First of all, and I don't know comedians do this all the time, and it's part of their act and it's funny. But in, in real life, if a dude is constantly telling you how women can do all this shit to control a man from being a bad man, that nigga is lying. He already cheated. If a dude has ever set you down and said, you know, if you cooked around here, niggas wouldn't want to cheat, he has had his dick in somebody within the last 24 hours. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. It's 100% true, man. Nobody talks like that in real life. Oh. You know, if you're not cheating, you just go, baby, can you clean up? You know, if you are cheating, you go, see, this is why niggas cheat. Oh, I'm sorry, this has nothing to... This is a non-sequitur.
2: uh
1: <laughs> oh um, um, I can't, tell. You know, uh-huh.
0: I was going to say, like, when did all this, when did all the, like, total disdain for Steve Harvey happen? Because, like, was it around the first time the, when that first
1: book came out? Or was it just, like,. because I don't uh, know, cause gonna... For me, it was definitely the book shit. And it wasn't, it wasn't even immediately the book. It was like the book came out. And I was like, ha, that's funny, she wrote another, she wrote a funny book, because comedians write books all the
2: time. Yes, I thought it was going to be funny.
1: And then, I saw this nigga on, like, regular TV shows promoting the book, and he wasn't laughing. And it wasn't no joke, (laughs) so, and I was like, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? Yes. You know, and and of course I don't agree with it, because, I mean, anytime just telling women, too. And and I know that, like, uh Bomani Jones, he he doesn't like the fact that he's giving away game or whatever. I, I don't even see it as giving away game. I just see it as promoting bad relationships. Just telling women to put up with shit and to trick men into being good men. And it's just, it's like, why don't you just look for a regular dude that you don't got to do all this fucking work with? True. I
0: don't know, that's you. If you meet somebody, you have something in common with, and I, I think a lot of times, you know, girls go, "Why doesn't anybody want me?" Then, well, there's probably something wrong with you, with the guys that you're going after, and the same thing with the with the men. You know, if you maybe you're going after the wrong woman.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, I don't know why you get married to cheat anyway, because, I mean, from the way he talks, he sounds like a dude that was an unrepentant cheater, and I don't know how he kept his business out of the streets like that, having two ex-wives, but, you know, he talks like a dude that has done a lot of cheating, and he just tries to insert, instead of saying Steve, or me, or I, he inserts the word men. And sells a book doing that shit. Like, you know, men, if a man come home too late all the time, you're like, nigga, that was you. Tell the truth. <laughs> you, this is how you know. You didn't do research and shit, Steve. Like, he's sitting around with no fucking scientists and white coats figuring this shit out. You did this shit, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely writing from, from experience. I did read the first one because one of my coworkers had it. I thought, let me read this. It took me about
2: a half an hour. It wasn't that <laughs> I didn't even finish. Yeah. You did more than I did. I mean, um, some, of it, some of it was just like common sense stuff. Yes, it was. I mean, most of it was. Yeah, yeah all, like it's going to be common sense
1: because the thing is, man, people reading this, they just want to agree with it. You know, they're not actually reading to learn anything. No, I've never met somebody that really was like, I read this book and now my marriage is better. You know, he taught me how to trick my husband into cutting the grass. Like, congratulations. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. Uh, Mary Harvey, Steve's former wife of 16 years, is now partaking partaking in the youtubery. <laughs> that's the word to blast her ex-husband about what kind of man he really is. Grab your popcorn, deep and explicit and an explicit letter from one mistress. When you read on, I don't know why he has to. Uh, why they have to write these gossip articles like this? Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Harvey, a former, former cosmetic associate. Cosmetics associate. <laughs> Isn't that she the this Yeah!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's what it's like why you gotta give you a complicated name? Like, come on, we cosmetic know you spray perfume on people. Um, work at Orleans, so. yeah. <laughs> she wants you all to know that the uber-successful radio host, relationship expert, comedian, actor, and author that we all know as Steve Harvey is not the same man she married several years ago. And to the public, he's acting like a stand-up guy that he really is not, at least not to her. And then they have a video, and I can't play the audio right now, but... There's a video of her talking about the cheating habits with his mistresses, including one chick who sent a letter to Mary about condoms on the nightstand and how he cheated on Mary with his current wife, Major- Marjorie. Uh, of course, it's well known that Marjorie was Steve's other woman, but who knew she called Mary in Steve's house during cheating escapades as if she had the right to enter their marriage. Crazy, yo.
0: Kevin Hart's ex-wife uh, is kind of on the same same stuff. Like, I think she's she's doing stand-up now, mm-hmm. and she's kind of talking about him. And Kevin Hart was in an interview that one of my boys posted yesterday, talking about, um, you know, he's like, like he's like strayed, like all this, all these women coming after him, and uh, he's like, I don't want to get involved with that because you get put on blast. He's like he said, I'm afraid of. It. "I just keep to teach it myself with my friends. I do my shows, and that's it." Like he basically just said, "You know, it, it's it's no country for that."
2: So
1: wait, that's that's a current interview he just did where he's saying that. Yeah,
0: I'm I'll, uh, I'm gonna find it for you okay. and, and, and shoot it to you. But uh, yeah, it's like he. he he, in the interview, he was talking about Meet the Focker, so it must have been, like, last month.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Wow.
0: So, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know it was that bad, but, I mean, just him, him being who he is, because he's, like, he's blowing up huge now, it's just, like, well, uh, he's right. It doesn't, Any he, what he's saying is not, like, it's not, like, far-fetched, because I can believe it. Like, right. you got, like, the cat stacks and, like, all those shit, like,
1: was she the one that put Soldier Boy on blast? Yeah, to the that was her. On mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's weird too because I think that's his ex-wife. I'm not sure because it said ex-wife in what I read, but I've heard some people say it's his current wife, which I don't know how it's working, but it sounds like they might have some problems because she's just openly talking about this nigga cheating, and I was like, oh, I don't know what kind of stand-up you doing, lady. But, I don't know, is she cool with this material? And and the stand-up was actually kind of tame as far as, like, even though it was talking about him cheating, it was more like, he cheats and I won't have sex with him and I don't care if he cheats on me. Like, which was a weird, a weird take on it, but you know, she's being a comedian, so maybe she's just joking. Um, alright, here's one. Gay lessons in math, geography, and science. Lesson plans have been drawn up for pupils as young as four in the scheme funded by the $35,000 euro grant from an education group, Quango, the the training and development agency for schools. The initiative will be officially launched next month at the start of LGBT uh, History Month, which is lesbian, gay. Wait a minute. LGBT History Month is next month. During Black Wait, History
0: Month?
1: What? what? No. Oh, that is bullshit, man. Uh, it's in um. Now it's in um. In all fairness, this is in the UK, so I don't know if they oh. do Black History over there. They might not. But I I see the plan. You give the the minority the shortest month. I get it. It's not a coincidence. Is all I'm saying. Um, lessons planned spread across the curriculum will be offered to all schools which can choose whether or not to make use of them. But critics last night called the initiative a poor use of public money, which could distract from the teaching of course su- subjects. Uh, math teaches statistics through census findings about the number of homosexuals in the population
2: and using gay characters and scenarios for math problems. Word? Yes. <laughs> so we don't use apples and oranges and pies and pears no more? No. <laughs> we don't count bears on Mars? What the hell? If this Larry has
1: two dicks... Dominator. <laughs> <laughs> Sign over cosine.
2: Yes, and we use this to divide.
1: Yeah. It's like if Larry has two holes and three dicks, how does he satisfy all those dicks? And then how much time, yes. if one dick is coming on a train... From New, New Jersey to Pennsylvania and the other dick is coming from Ohio to
2: New York. Where would they meet up so they can have gay sex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like if and you how have
0: to tell his father at Thanksgiving that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: he's like if you have a pimp and he has two cores and they make five dollars per blowjob, how many blowjobs do they need to do? So you $100,000. Figure that out, kid. There's
1: nothing gay about uh, that, uh, that at all. That's, I think that's Black History Month mask. I don't think that has anything to do with gayness. Gay
2: people have pips too? <laughs> hey! <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> how many boycotts
0: do you have to
1: have to get equal rights?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like, how pimps many bullets did it take to kill Martin Luther King and right. Malcolm X? And pimps don't discriminate. Are you right? You're right. You right. Um, design and technology, uh, encouraging pupil, pupils to make symbols linked to the gay rights movement. This sounds kind of like conservative nightmare over here. Wow. Science
2: I throwing stuff in there just to put it in the don't
1: Thirty-five thousand euros. I guess you can pick what you want. Um, that's true. Science. Studying animal species where the male takes a leading role in raising young, such as emperor penguins, seahorses, and staging class discussions on different family structures, including same-sex parents. Uh, wow! Geography, examining the transformation of San Francisco's Castro District <laughs> in the 1960s from a working-class Irish area to the world's first gay neighborhood, and considering why homosexuals moved to the countryside to the city. Uh, <laughs> hey man, um, uh, is San Francisco, like, is that the only gay place in the world? Like, y'all in I another gay nut
2: country? Yeah, and y'all are picking San Francisco, like, it's yes. the gayest place on earth. Yes, just they the only place that waves. They flag proudly.
0: Wow. Well, in, in New York, they got they have ch- the Chelsea area, and then Chicago, they've got like in on the North Side, like where I used to live. I used to live. Right by Wrigley Field where the Cubs played and then like literally two, three blocks away they have the area called Boys Town. And they, they have like, uh, this, this Waveland, the oh my god. Waveland Avenue is where the, where Wrigley, Wrigley Field is and on the cross street halt that you have a big strip where it's like all like gay bars and like gay pizza places and it's like a gay piece of tape called
1: the Pie
0: Hole, I think.
1: Wow. <laughs> like, do gay people know that this is setting them back? Yeah. They it's know like true. this. Like it's like you when, it's like when uh, black people that aren't um, thugs try to act like a thug. Because it's like I saw this in a movie or some shit. And you're like, dude, you know that it's setting us all back, right? Like yeah, no, like when white people can't distinguish the difference between the educated thug and the, and the dude that's going to rob them. They just walk across the street no matter what you look like. Yes. so
0: exactly. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I went to private school. I went to Catholic school in, in, in Maryland, in suburban Maryland, and there were kids that had, like, parents that were doctors and lawyers, and we would wear would wore, wore uniforms mostly all the time. We had dress down days. These you know, kids would come and wear, like, fatigue pants and Bandanas and like your dad's a lawyer.
1: <laughs> like I would name my if I was gay and I owned a pizza shop, I would name my pizza shop the Pizza Shop or the yeah. the, the the your average pizza place or something like that. Just like hey, we can do regular shit, so don't be scared if we want to get married. Okay, it's not gonna we're not gonna gay it up. Yeah, and they did it,
0: they did it well too because that pizza place was dope. Because uh, one of my one of my homeboys. Had a he lived like in that area. He wasn't gay, but like his, me, him, and his girlfriend went to get pizza over there, and the pizza was banging. It's the same. It's the same thing that we ha- I have with the Amaretta Sour, and you have with your, you know, uh vodka Smirnoff. Thing. Right. Like, it's the same. It, it was actually really good. I was reading a. I don't know if you guys have you guys heard of the foreign exchange Fonte and Nicolay? Yeah, I've
1: I heard of it. Yeah. I
0: yeah, I, I, they're great they're uh, a musical duo but one of the one of the char- one of the um, the producer of the group Nicolet is from the UK and I just read an article where he was saying that where he's from uh, like, and I think it's the Netherlands he was saying like it's just it's not a big deal like it's been that way for like 15 and 20 years because it actually promotes like if these people want to get married they can actually have those people are more bound to have a house they're more bound to pay their taxes and yes. do, do things that, that, that uh, I guess, support the government, if you will. And it's like, wow, that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, some people like, why are you really trying to... I, I went to see a, a comedian yesterday, uh, Wyatt Cenac. He was taping his uh, Comedy Central special, and he was talking about, why don't you want to let white guys get married? two white men together is like the most powerful thing ever so, <laughs> I thought that was a man. I was like damn I never thought of it that way but
1: it's like wow that's, that's kind of true yeah I don't I just think like uh like like part of the reason that a lot of the black community rejects uh the gay stuff is because um and which I don't of course I'm totally for. I don't give a fuck. Uh I'm in, I'm in the leave me alone party. I really don't give a fuck ah, what you guys do. I, if y'all wanna get married, I will vote for that shit. Sign me up. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, so um this it, it's kinda weird though because uh when, when they're like flamboyantly out there and stuff, and especially when they, like, if you're gonna have like the manhole piece of place of boy Town, and then you try to flip it and tell people like, well, it's kinda like the black, you know, civil rights movement a lot of black people reject it because they just get offended at the fact that you would even compare the two things. You know, you need your own month. Why do you need your own month? Because black people got Black History Month in February. Like I guarantee, some of the people listening to this podcast are only they stopped at these motherfuckers want February. <laughs> oh my God.
2: The
1: what? end. <laughs> yeah, they're like,
2: fuck that. I'm like, got Never another other month to the year. Pick one, them bitches. <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright, uh, All right. here's another great story. Of course, it's from Florida because, you know, great things happen in Florida. Yes, they do. Suspected arsonist caught at the fingertip found at crime scene, police say.
2: Oh! Yes.
1: Police arrested a suspect in an arson for hire in Titusville after he, they said he made a critical mistake. He left the tip of his finger at the scene of the crime. Uh, meanwhile, detectives. <laughs> are seeking the public's help in finding the man they say was trying to pull off an insurance scam by burning down his house. Police were called to a fire at a home on North Dixie Avenue about 11.15 a.m. Damn, he was burning shit in the morning? Like, during broad daylight? That's stupid.
2: Everybody's at lunch.
1: (laughs) While they were investigating, police said they discovered evidence of accelerants, leading them to determine that the fire was likely an arson. Then, while sifting through evidence, officers got a tip literally oh. <laughs> da, da, da. hello. <laughs> they found a piece of latex glove with the tip of a finger inside police said they found their suspect at a local hospital they matched the, the tip to the tip you imagine they matched it like a lego or something <laughs> like oh yep <yeah>, that's you <laughs> That bitch yeah it's like a jigsaw puzzle um they matched the tip to the 24 year old Ismael Ortiz Ortiz uh who's Detect- who detectives said discover- quickly confessed. I mean, how do you... You really can't fight
2: that. How do you yeah, not they confess? got the tip of your finger. Oh, let's see. Do you have a finger missing? Do you have <laughs> a finger missing? Oh, okay, he, I guess
0: that's you. he went right to the emergency room right after that. He didn't know that he left the tip of
1: his finger after at the crime. <laughs> he was just like, I don't care. I need my finger fixed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It says, uh, how did the suspect clip his tip? Uh, Detective Jessica Edens explains, trying to flee after setting the fire, he slammed his finger in the door and cut the tip of his finger off. Damn,
2: what, what that door made uh, of? Steel?
1: I don't know, man. That was a nice door. Uh, police said Ortiz, Ortiz told the detectives he was hired by a resident of the home, Samuel Sammy Davis. And <laughs> investigators said Davis hired Ortiz to burn down the house so he could collect on um, renter's insurance
2: policy. Yeah, I thought
1: Sammy Davis Jr. was dead. <laughs> uh, police said they recovered several pieces of evidence, including items they said Davis hid so they they would be spared from the fire. Um, wow, man! So yeah, dude cut his own finger off and uh, pointed pointed the cops in the right direction, man. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you do, do you think if his fingertip called the 1 800 number, crime stoppers, it would get the reward? I want to know did they dust his the <laughs> finger for <laughs> fingerprints? Like, <laughs> like, do you, do you
1: have checks or is it just like, oh, we you know? Yes, yeah, it is. His <laughs> finger dumbed him out. I've been <laughs> running with you for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I broke three minutes. You never break me off anything of the crime. Um, All right, here's a WSFC superintendent talks about recent sex charges. <gasps> Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Oh, this is our state. Yes, it is. Um, Forsyth County School Superintendent Don Martin spoke out Tuesday after another school system employee was charged with a sex crime last week. Another?
2: Damn, what? They do a record of kids? <laughs> I,
1: kids I, right. I know another
2: one.
1: Uh, records from the North Carolina Administrative Office, of Courts showed that 31 educators were arrested on 81 charges of taking indecent liberties with a student last year in North Carolina.
2: Damn, what were they doing
1: out there? That's a lot of kid raping.
2: That's a lot of charges too. They should
0: have just started, have just started a Facebook group and just did each other. Like, man, it would been lead the kids
1: out of it. i always, um, and I guess every dude thinks this, but every time I see an article about a woman having sex with kids, I'm like, you know, dudes would fuck you for nothing, right? I'm not saying me necessarily. I, I mean, everybody has standards, but there is some dude I know that I've hung out with that has fucked a chick that looked as bad as you. Why are you fucking little kids? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing that? Do I just go to a club and get drunk and something will happen? Trust yeah. me. Uh <laughs> um, huh. Right, let's see. Uh. <laughs> yes, with 81 charges, that means folks is getting two and three apiece uh, Forsyth County led the list with three teachers being charged with 15 counts of sexual misconduct uh, it isn't clear if the numbers include private or public charter schools uh, you have to be careful too, cause some of these charges might be like resisting arrest you know <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I raped the kid, but three of the charges was bullshit I jaywalked, I resisted arrest, and I parked in the wrong spot and they got me for that shit too Um,
2: Yes, they deserve
1: to get raped. The only explanation I can offer about why our numbers are higher than anyone else is there is no other explanation. Uh, And he says the reason that their numbers are high is because his school system actively encourages students to report any suspicious activity. So his his thing is, we don't rape more kids. Other school systems don't tell
2: about it enough. I be, I be, now nah, I bet you that's true. I bet you some of that shit. I'm The kids you better go somewhere and be quiet. They pay them. School systems pay them. What never hits, them, hits the streets. Uh, he says there's not a psych
1: test we can give everybody that says this person three years from now is go- isn't going is going to end up as some kind of sexual predator. Well, come on.
2: And you know what? And back to when we were talking about another podcast, this one what happens when you don't pay the teachers who really do it for the love of teaching because you're pedophiles. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to cut. The schools are doing a terrible job. Fire all the teachers. Okay, well, who's going to take a job hanging around your badass kids for very minimal pay? Oh, I get it. The dude that buys KY Cosmics and wine coolers. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and has SpongeBob. The like
0: if, if they can't pay me, I'm getting some ass out of it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe what they think.
1: Like I it's ah, like it's like a DJ think. at a, it's like a DJ at a strip club. Like they probably don't make that much. <laughs> like yeah. I see titties all day. What, what do you want me to do? Um right. Arrest made after robbery at Wendy's and Lacey. Lacey police arrested a man on golf club place, Southeast, On Friday afternoon, after he allegedly robbed the Wendy's fast food restaurant on Sleater-Kenny Road at gunpoint. The man entered Wendy's, started waving the gun around, and announced, This is a stick-up. So he's doing it the old-fashioned way. I didn't know they did that. Uh, he was... He was robbing them from the 1970s. Yes. <laughs> he ain't
2: sent him a tent. Come on now.
1: <laughs> According to Lacey Police Lieutenant Jim Mack, no one was injured during the robbery, which occurred at 2.45 p.m. Another dude robbing people in the middle of the day. Wow.
2: It's um, something about that lunchtime. That
1: I just hit, hit niggas. They just be like, mm, "Nigga, you can have
2: the money. And wrap me up a sandwich, too. Yes. Give me another <laughs> two while you're at it.
1: Responding, Lacey Police arrested Ricky Dante Pinkney, uh, no picture included, but come on. Uh, at gunpoint, oh uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. They, uh, <laughs> they arrested this dude, um, at gunpoint, um, uh, and shortly after the robbery and recovered a loaded handgun and cash stopped to have been stolen during the robbery. Pinckney, 28, was booked at Thurston County Jail on Friday on suspicion of first-degree robbery. The eatery was closed Friday afternoon as Lincoln Police interviewed the witness. They told the police that Pickney had been inside the Wendy's earlier Friday inquiring about a job application.
2: Oh! Oh. So he applied for a job and came back and robbed the damn place?
1: Yes. Wow. Which an idiot. To me, I would have hired him. I would say, now you really do need a job (laughs) because your ass is out here ready to to ride. Uh, I'm not reading this whole article, but apparently this woman uh, had sex with a bunch of... uh, with a bunch of, what did she say, 14 year old dude, boys, 14 and 15 year old boys, that were friends of her daughter, when she was like, uh, 30, and, uh, she's gonna go to jail for 10 years, so, wow, I, that was just reminded me of what we were talking about earlier, yeah, like, and she wasn't bad looking, she could have found somebody to fuck her, I don't know what she was wanting, um, some dude, uh, made bombs, <laughs> to clear the snow,
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> he had to get the hell up yeah. out of there. Uh, Avington,
1: uh, I don't know if that's New Jersey. What is that? Avington man was accused of... Uh, Abington man is charged with creating bombs at his, at his former address at Abington. after police told the man uh, was blowing up snow banks to avoid shoveling the snow. Abington ah. uh, Police Chief David Majinski said Leo J. Powers, 23 was with the last known address they give us address is being charged with threats to commit crime and possession of incendiary devices after serving powers with an emergency restraining order at a rooming house he was staying at in washington street in abington police learned powers had a box of ammunition and a box with some sort of powder in it at his former address according to majinsky so maybe gunpowder or say maybe cocaine. Like I don't know. I think that's a detail I'd like to know, police. Yes. <laughs> 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 so he basically devised a way to blow up snowbanks instead of shoveling the snow, and he had been doing it for some time. Um he when police and fire officials arrived right at the house, they discovered a container filled with military grade ammunition and other stuff, including powders of some sort. Um, if the, reclo- the reports came back Saturday morning, the powder was indeed an explosive material. So, this motherfucker was using gunpowder to blow up snow instead of clearing it off. Wow, lazy bastard. Was
0: he, was he like an ex-mo- ex-military guy or
1: something? Uh, it doesn't say, man. Um, it doesn't say. It said he has a firearms license and he was told to surrender all his weapons, handed over a pistol and a shotgun. So he took his guns from him. I bet the fucking NRA is mad about that. Wow. Like,
2: They're <laughs> mad about anybody getting and then, taken to you gun. can't even get Sudafed from the right age, but you, you can you
0: can get all this ammunition. See, that's I think <laughs> it's just selective, uh I don't know, how do you say it? So selective dominion or selective, uh, I'm going to sound really stupid right now.
1: I know what it's, you mean. It's like it's they...
0: Selective they, law enforcement. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: They legally pick which ones are cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know the deal, but, uh, I mean, if you can buy 31 bullets from Walmart and don't have to give up a name, like, come on. Uh, right. Two in in 1,000 may be awake during anesthesia. I uh, what? Yes. And, see, I told my dad this happened to me, and he thinks I'm making this shit up. Why would I keep lying about something and I'm fucking 31? Well, I'd have no reason to lie about this shit. Now, now, I knew it could happen. And anyway, this study says for every 1,000 patients under anesthesia, two at most wake up during that operation, which can lead the patient traumatized. I know I was awake during my fucking wisdom tooth surgery. I know I was. I heard them talking. Like, I felt him pulling in my teeth and saying, like, oh, this is a tough one right here. Like, I know that shit happened. <laughs> Now, like, why, why would my fucking mind make that shit up? This is ridiculous. Anyway, I'm not reading all this shit, but dad well, if you listening, you was wrong.
2: When I had my shit, I was out like a light bulb. He said, count yeah. backwards. I said, nine, ten, eight. <sighs> and when I woke back up, everything was over.
1: <laughs> Alright, last story. Last story. Man allegedly <laughs> masturbating in Fairfield Library turns himself in.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, he
1: couldn't figure out how to operate the porn in his uh, Marriott. Wow.
2: And guess the race, people? Guess the race. Oh,
1: black. Yes. <laughs> Those black. that had... Yeah, he's he black. Was and,
2: it Fairfield,
1: Connecticut? Or where was it? Uh, let's see. Yeah, Fairfield, Connecticut. A Norwalk really? man... Really? Are you serious? Yep. A Norwalk wow. man turned himself in Friday after a number of people complained. A
2: number of people, Chris. <laughs> oh, so did he do this shit more than once. was he over there just with his pants, his drawers off, <laughs> candles lit. Was he got the house? <laughs> Cocoa butter. A number of people complaining. He had Kleenex. What the hell was he doing over there? A number of people. Yeah.
0: Else, somebody's really gonna have to do
1: something, like yeah. something this guy is masturbating in and self-help and, <laughs> uh, this he, is like what book was he reading that's <laughs> what I want to know how to <laughs> masturbate <That's what laughs> book he was reading. he's like I figured it out now to try it um, let's see you. a number of people complained ah. he was masturbating inside Fairfield Public Library police said Kenneth Bell, 31, and give his address.
2: Aww, <laughs> I think that ought
1: to be illegal. i don't tell nobody. Oh, man, I hope I never get in trouble for some crazy shit. No,
2: because they will put your shit out in the streets. Like, <laughs> how hard is it going to be to find
1: 127 Strawberry Hill Avenue?
2: Not hard it's at all.
1: It's not going to uh, be uh, hard. I'm on
0: Twitter and
2: everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was arrested on a warrant for two counts of breach of peace. Uh, they said that's, that's the charge? I didn't know that was a charge the charge for jacking off in public. Yeah, what, what happened to indecent quiet? What happened I to indecent quiet? like he was bringing the peace to himself. <laughs> Maybe he was masturbating too loud and it was a library.
2: Maybe. So like, <laughs> <laughs> he's was like, shh. He like, shh. Not One hand, sir, not two. Yeah, he's going too
1: hard. Uh, police said they received complaints from library patrons. That Bell would approach females at the library, ask them personal questions, then sit facing the women and masturbate. Oh, he was trying to get out the friend zone. That's all. Yeah, I guess he was. I
2: heard your podcast. Podcast,
1: baby. Well, he definitely was out of everybody's friend zone. Yes, he I will give you that. <laughs> yes, he was. It's because of your.
0: It's because
2: not because of your podcast that he
0: did it. Maybe I don't know, man. <laughs> He didn't didn't try to get get you caught
1: up. Now listen. I said pull your dick out. I didn't say masturbate. (laughs) It's completely different. You pull your dick out and then if she wants to touch it, that gets you out the friend zone one way or the other. She decides, I will not partake in this dick. Then that means you are are not friends and you can leave her alone. She's not going to fuck you. But then you're free to masturbate. Right. Exactly. But if you just pull your dick out and start jacking it, you're doing the work for her.
2: Let her earn her uh, keep, man.
1: Uh, uh, and y'all hustling backwards. Anyway, yeah, was man. this all on one
0: occasion? Was it like one occasion, or was it just like a, a number of times? Like it was just one time he did this, or uh,
1: it sounds like multiple times because mm-hmm. it said that um he had to turn himself in. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: People
2: are tweeting about it, and it's on Facebook. It's me, guys. I'm sorry. Almost <laughs> oh had to turn himself
1: in, yo. I'm here. It's me, uh, the masturbator. <laughs> you've been word on the street, as you've been. There's a reward.
2: Me, I'm Mr. Jackoff. That's me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Well, this has been another episode huh. of Blackout to Podcast, and uh, we were here with our guest Chris Lambert. Yes. Um, and Chris's website. Is mundanefestival.tumblr.com. And of course, Tumblr spelled T-U-M-B-L, no E, and then R. Um, and, uh, he has a couple clips of himself on there, man, where you can go check out his comedy. Um, and, uh, you got some dates you're doing, man? You wanna, you wanna plug some dates? Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm producing a, co producing a show at the People's Improv Theater in New York City. It's called The Pit. It's, uh, it's at 9 30 tomorrow night called the show's called monday night lights and we got some great comics that you've probably seen on letterman and uh last comic stand and it's gonna be a good time so that's tomorrow night at 9 30 p.m i'm gonna be hosting that show it's gonna be good and it's free it's free guys and uh i guess oh do you want me to do the other ones or? yeah
1: man plug them off. fuck it Okay,
0: plug them all. So fr- Friday, uh, Friday night, I'm going to be in Bloomfield, New Jersey, at Pianos Bar and Grill. That's going to be at eight o'clock. I'm doing a spot there. And then, if you're if for the North Carolinians, I'm going to be at the uh, North Carolina Comedy Arts Festival. That's going to be on Friday, February 11th, at 10:30 at the DSI Comedy Theater, 200 North Greensboro Street in Carboro, North Carolina. And then on the 12th, February 12th at 10, I'm going to be at Local 506 in Chapel Hill. And all those tickets are $10. And it's going to be good. I'm going to be funny.
1: I'm ah, that's right. what's up. And you're in, you're in New York, so anybody that listens, we have a lot of listeners in New York, so. Yeah. Maybe they can go okay. check y'all out. Check you out. If you do check out Chris, man, make sure you tell them that, you know, uh, you heard him on the podcast, yeah. man. Definitely.
0: Yeah, that would be great.
1: So that's cool, man. And of course, uh, you know, all of our stuff. Search for us on the black the Blackout Tips Facebook, iTunes, Potomatic. Uh, make sure you email the show, the Outters, at gmail dot com. Uh voicemail is seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. And uh, you know, don't forget you can donate to the show. Go to the dot com and look on the right hand side and click on the donate button. Uh you can follow us on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. Chris is uh at chris Lambert, l-a-m-b-e-r-t-h and uh, i'm at rodimus prime
2: i'm say that again that s-n-d-a-t
1: so until next time love you, you too love you.
2: Go ahead. no this. doubt death row macavela right,
1: right, you run. can call me daddy uh, i'll be your daddy that's right oh, 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 just oh, like oh, daddy oh, yeah. hey yeah, oh, yeah. for the ladies <laughs> right come with Medicated slow jams on the radio. Oh, I know you're happy. I can feel your passion. Looking out for you, just
0: like that. Come on, sunshine turns to rain. Baby, I can take away
1: your pain if you trust me. Close your eyes and feel the magic. Never leave me. Just like I that. met her when she was younger Real oh, yeah. daddy died when she was younger Her mom's better do what she pleased seemed the seemed one loved her Her eyes shine in love A diamond in the rub The kind of truth of love but Not yet touched with so much potential Man. Youngster let me got your mental Into a place Where the sourness of pain You'll never taste By God's grace You was born with that face Nothing but pure beauty So for an eternity I feel it's my duty To be a soldier <laughs> Yeah baby got plans to mold ya And the coldest nights Is when I hold you. Like I'm supposed to As we grow closer yeah. I'll take your hand gladly Anything you need, ask me Spoil you, my baby girl, girl just like the that Spending time with you, I feel blessed When you gone, feel the pain so strong Deep in my chest when I got arrested Came so close to going to jail Throwing blows at the po-po's, breaking your nails <laughs> Screaming loud, going all out Damn, my did you stay locked down at mom's house, watching the kids through the whole bed in the V.I., I see you daddy when my fake homies try to fuck you. You run and tell me. That's why I stay committed. I thank God every time I hit it, hoping you
0: forgive me for the times I bullshit Me and you against the world, we untouchable. Screaming like you're dying every time I'm fucking you. You never had a father or a family, but I'll be there. No need to fear so much insanity And through the years, I know you gave me your heart and plus. When I'm dirt broke and fucked up, you still love me. come with me and the time will grow. To the gates, slow jams on the radio. I know you're happy, I can feel your passion looking out for you just like daddy. Come on, sunshine turns the wave. I can take away your pain. Trust me, close your eyes and feel the magic. Never leave when you need that.
1: Like die for me, down holding my pistol, getting high with me sounds tougher than prison But when you cry, I be your tissue. Back in the county, writing letters, how I miss you. Giving you credit, apologetic, how I dish you. Get you for thinking like a minor and on a level I'm so a of daddy, ready to whine you and dine you. talk totally tiny and still be right behind your truth. Like just me and you, don't tell them what we could do. Getting high between the sheets, get the shit right here, discreet. Putting nikes on your belly, While we fucking on the beach. I love it when you not up and grab me. I feel for you bad, that baby girl, just like that Shorty, I lend my hand out to help you Lost soul looking for shelter on a late night Accept you, treat you good, won't we'll disrespect you My age is young, out of place, bitch Calling days is done, from a Trixie to a Missy You know I raised your hunt, placed her under my wing Showed her how we swing, now she rolling blunts for a king One day labeled thug misses the essence of my
2: ghetto sisters Hugs and kisses, That's just for me to be a father figure